0: FM to get started.
1: Hello, Man in the High Castle fans. We're talking Season 4, Episode 6, A Serious Daring. I can fix it. I can fix it. But can you? And can you change fate? All that and more. Stay tuned.
2: I'm Maria menudos and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the
1: buzz What's up? Welcome to the Man in the Hi. High Castle After Show. We're talking episode six, all serious daring. Yes. getting dark and heavy and, you know, yes. as the show does. <laughs> and we're going to break it all down for you. My name is Carrie Lane. I'm joined by my wonderful panel. I am Belle Blankenship, and this is... I am Rachel Goodman. <laughs> Alrighty, what did we think of this episode? Fate is a kind of a big theme... Yeah. Can you change it?
2: Lots of, what your like, surprises and in this one. I think that, like, the last episode made me cry half the time, but this one, <laughs> I was just constantly in shock. So that All was right. my takeaway.
0: I loved the mirror with Thomas. Mm. Um, with yes. seeing something in an alternative reality, yes, which is exactly mm-hmm. the same.
1: Yes. All right. Oh, I Absolutely. That one, which we'll <laughs> get to that. Yeah. Uh, right. We're going to start, go through our characters, kind of the smallest to the greatest. Mm-hmm. Well, not greatest, but, you know, how much we see of them. Because some of the people, it's like, and hi, bye, and then that's yeah. it. But it's kind of nice to check in with them. So one of the people that we had, like, just a tiny bit, but I'm glad to see mm-hmm. they're doing well. And we got some backstory with children and Yukiko. Yes. Oh, her backstory, man. It's I mean, so it's one sad. of those I'm sadly not surprised that yeah. something like that went down. But I loved getting some more from her because mm-hmm. we didn't know really anything about her. Like, she almost mm-hmm. was a disservice to her in terms of she's just this lady with him.
0: No yeah. wonder she's so appreciative of him, though.
1: I yes. Know.
0: And I love how she told us directly what had happened to her. Yeah. But she didn't. It, it was like the level that she told us and the amount yes. of information. You could tell yes. that she did not go into like super amount of detail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in between the you know, what she was saying, you could feel how awful it was. Yes. And oh, I love yeah.
2: she has this line that she tells children when she says, Your optimism is so American. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that I line, that too. Uh, because
2: it makes sense. I mean, even us growing up here. Mm-hmm. No matter how bad things get, I think sort of the the, full on, the American way is just never give up, keep going. And I think we see that throughout this show, especially with the American characters. So, of course, once Yukiko tells us this horrifying backstory, you could obviously understand why she's not so... Ho- and she's just more realistic because yeah. it's true. Every time Chilton children has come back... To the JPS, they screw him over. So.
1: He's the optimist, and she's yes. the realist. She's not a pessimist. She's like, no, like you're not seeing this as what it can right. be. Uh, yeah, she has the, we are we're survivors. Yeah. And she mentions how, for the Japanese men, but I feel this could apply also for the Reich, mm-hmm. that their crimes are always revealed, which we do get yeah. that in the previous episode where mm-hmm. Juliana mentions for the Nazis in the alternate world, uh, did go on trial. Like their crimes came out to the public.
0: um I did love just to say one more thing about mm. her. How she ended her story and that scene with mm-hmm. Chulam by saying, "Never be ashamed
1: yes. to eat rats."
2: I was about to say that yeah. too. Yeah, like you're my-
1: free. You can do yeah, what so you want. That's where your
2: survivors. Yeah,
1: exactly. I like that a lot too. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I hope they're gonna be okay. <laughs> it's know. one of those. You're just like, no, please don't let anything happen to yeah. them. Uh, Then, speaking of the Japanese, we have Kido. Well, actually, we get a really quick Mm. moment. Poor Toru is in an opium den, and I feel he's kind of a lost soul right now.
2: I know, and I'm, I'm really hoping that Kido is going to somehow make amends with him, because I feel like if he doesn't... Or there may be an attempt to, and then we're gonna find out he killed himself, and Mm. that's what I'm afraid of. Oh, but that could
1: possibly push Keto over to to change, be like the loyalty to your nation didn't save your son. True. What
0: What I found interesting too is that regardless of whether we're in the alternative world or not, or Mm -hmm. or in this world. I feel like the same thing could have happened to anyone who has gone through that kind of trauma where you're fighting in war mm-hmm. and after the fact you're going through PTSD. I feel like it would it could have happened to a lot of people even if they even if they weren't living in this environment. Well, uh, they're in yeah. Den, yeah. John
1: has said that before. He said that with Thomas of the uh, you, when you go to war, you don't come back the same. Yeah. yeah. So, absolutely, that speaks on it. Mm-hmm. And so we haven't seen keto unfortunately, with his son, but we get to yeah. the Ijima confession tape tucked away in a drawer, yes. and I'm glad that comes around because I was yes. like, wait, please don't, like, <laughs> get rid of it. And Inoguchi, <clears throat> when he talks to him in prison, and Inoguchi mm-hmm. says the, what has become of you? Inoguchi knows just the right things to say <laughs> yeah. to keto of, like, hey, let me crack at that... Uh, Perfect. Yeah, veneer. Shell that you're <laughs> trying to hide. Yeah. I loved when Inoguchi
0: said, "I'm freer than you." In mm-hmm. this jail cell. Yes. Mm. I are. think
2: that is what really triggered uh Kito because I think he Kito's known this the whole time because he's constantly being pulled back and forth. And I think that was just what he kind of needed. Of course, he you know kind of got defensive and didn't didn't help him out that scene. But yeah, yeah I think that that was a powerful quote too.
1: Uh, he also has the one and he calls him out and he says you're a puppet. Yeah, you know and it's like ooh, you know.
2: <laughs> oh, and then um, but then Keto
1: says like you forget we are starving. So similar parallel to John, right. I bet Keto went down his path because like survival. Yeah, but it's one of those you can't lose yourself just so you can survive. Yeah, yes. Um, so then we also have, uh, he goes to the print. Or we have the- I like when the princess comes in, mm-hmm. and they try to dismiss her. And push her yeah. away of like oh no no it's fine and
2: yeah you know, and I like um, how Yamori keeps he just over and over I feel like in this episode he keeps saying remember the cause yeah so I think that is just a constant reminder for Keto and I think this is making Keto reconsider what is his cause who yep. is my duty for so I think it is I like that Yamori just continuously says that in this episode and. Of course, then we finally see at the end what his true cause is. So we that get that cool.
1: court-martial. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, I like, though, <laughs> Inoguchi, like, oh, yeah, that Tagomi murder thing. That's what really struck the yeah. nerve of Kido.
2: I think the only critique I have in that scene, hmm. it just, to me, seemed... It, it was just kind of odd how it just suddenly nothing was about the high treason. Like, they just changed the whole conversation to Tagomi, which I feel like... In mo- like in most situ- like courts of law, whatever the case is at hand, that's what you're discussing and anything well, else. Well that doesn't shows matter. the
1: illegitimacy of the Good court point. that they're yeah.
2: doing. and yeah.
0: I
1: felt I felt like that was the whole political I, uh, that was okay. the whole
0: political game plan for Yamori. Is that they wanted to peg mm-hmm. it on somebody and they wanted to finalize it so that someone, mm-hmm. if there was a tape like what Keto had, or yeah. not that he yeah. knows about it, but um, not that Yamori knows about the tape, but if there was a way to prove otherwise, mm-hmm. to prove that, you know, Jima had done it. Drop it up in a bow
1: and be done with it. Exactly. Yeah. So that
0: it couldn't come back. And that mm-hmm. here we're having this court martial that publicly mm-hmm. displays the, the guilty party. Yes. Um, yeah. My thought was that I thought we were going to see the tape. I thought that Keto was going to turn mm. and bring yeah. the tape. But um, can I talk about the kind of like skipping ahead here a little bit? Yeah. Cool. Because
1: mm. the next bit is when we get to the. It's going to be the firing squad. So mm. firing squad.
0: Mm. Here is my only thing. Okay. When more when all of a sudden Keto <laughs> accused um, Ajima and Yumori working mm-hmm. in tandem of committing this, you know, act of treason. Mm-hmm. It. I felt like. Kito always had the power above and beyond Yomori because mm-hmm. he could just say to the firing squad, "Get these people, they did it, they yeah. have done that they have committed this crime, you know, and have mm-hmm. the firing yeah. squad turn on his side. That I think speaks to his power mm-hmm. and his influence because right. somebody else, if they stepped up in his role and said that, they would listen to Yomori and not him.
1: I would also sure. add though that similar to Kito, mm-hmm. they're only doing their job. Yes. So he knows that they wouldn't question him because yeah, right. that's their duty, that's their job. So yep. he can, I, I think he had to still have the authority to mm-hmm. change what they're doing, but they wouldn't question him or say, yeah. uh, I mean, they had a moment of like, you sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that went yeah. on. But also Inoguchi has that moment of, you've fallen so low. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I'll keep jabbing I at him. Know. Get that little, <laughs> and get him. Yeah, and
2: I like that um, they also mentioned that Keto has the duty of rendering justice. Yeah, so, that so that's is his, his job. Right, and I think that is, again, we kind of keep seeing these themes of duty and causes. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. I did What I did love about that whole scene was really Keto goes through this very physical back and forth. Like, he openly tells Yamori, we both know you did it. And then he kind of backs down, and then he comes back up. And so there were so many moments where we're like, please... Do the actually, right thing. be good, yeah. <laughs> and that last, like that last second moment where he actually stops it. Ugh, oh, that, that and also be good part. within
1: like uh, realistic expectations. Like he couldn't yeah. just in the middle of the court kill just, somebody like, yeah. or do something like that. You had to wait till the right moment. Otherwise, it would not have gone probably that yeah. way. And it
0: probably, kind of speaking to that, too, mm-hmm. Kido probably understood that the firing squad was more likely to listen mm-hmm. to him than when he was in the middle of the court, yeah. where it true. was Yamori's people who probably That's all true. knew so strategic. what he had done mm-hmm. and were probably all going to back him. Whereas if
1: he goes out true. and it's the yeah. general
0: soldier out there, mm. they are going to hear, oh, this man
1: killed someone. All right, let's yeah. follow. Yeah. Good point. Kito. Yeah. So it was smart. Uh, so then... Uh, Ichima R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> or not. <laughs> yeah. uh, so then Kido does the right thing gives yes. the crown princess the evidence and yes. I like that she points out that this occupation has turned our people against each other. Yes. She is not for this occupation. She's right. just like this has never been a great mm-hmm. idea. Um I like that she calls him out a little bit like I know where your true loyalties lie. Yeah. While he's like oh no my, my duties are to the emperor. I'm like
2: yeah, see that. But for real, so. I, I was thinking the same thing because I was like, either this is we are either finally hearing what his true duty has been the whole time, mm-hmm. or I feel like he just kind of alters his duty depending what the situation is. And right. I've, I've been like thinking back to different moments on. I'm like, was he doing that for the emperor? Or Was that just because it was convenient for and to kind of justify what he was doing? Um, so yeah, I think, and the other thing is, I think this is the, one of the first times that we see, usually when he, you know, talks about his duty, is he's doing something terrible, so Mm -hmm. we hate him for it, but what I'm hoping is like, this is kind of one of the first times I feel like his duty is a great thing, and I remember back in the previous seasons when he had spared Frank's, or no, he killed Frank's family and spared Frank, but then he goes back on it, and he's like, Mm -hmm. I should have done that, and then he kills Frank, So that's my only fear is that he did a great thing now, but I'm afraid he's going to go back on it, kind of like what he did with the Frank situation. So Hmm. I'm hoping he sticks with it
0: because I like
2: this keto, but I don't know if he will.
0: Well, and I think he still has a lot of things that... It's kind of like with John, mm-hmm. not that we're there yet, but with Keto, yeah. he has had some moments where, to us, he's moving forward and there's growth. Yeah. But there's still a lot of things that may make him do things that are going to right. have yeah. us turn, not exactly, not like you know, a- be on his side again. Yeah. It's yeah. just he's too... Um, In the environment where he is, like, it's yeah. too much. Like, there's still things that he has to do. That- I think
1: maybe he needs more direct cr- uh, contact with the crown princess because it seems like her motives and her plans yeah. are more true. <laughs> and I think, to him, mm-hmm. she's part of the ultimate authority of the land, yeah. essentially. And he always, Emperor like,
2: he was, right. And he always, you could always tell even with Tagomi, like, he... He w- he had some loyalty to to me mm-hmm. There were times where he kind of threatened to arrest him and do that stuff. But I I do think he kind of ultimately he wants a
1: peaceful resolution.
2: Yeah. So yeah, I think this will be this will be cool to see where his duty continues we'll to see lie. Where it goes. <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh, speaking of dedication to the cause and duty, we'll talk about Bell and the BCR. Mm. It's Darius Bell, Elijah, Mm. Leon, and Junior, and they there's pretty much like big issues of what do they do now? What's the authority going on? And I like that. Separately, I'll decide this conversation, Bell has a thing that said, "That's what men do when they're scared; uh, they fight."
2: I, I read that too. <laughs> and I was
1: like, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and they even have essentially the moment of like, "Oh, go make me a sandwich." I yeah, I read that uh, too. I was, too. Like, I was mm-hmm. so mad. And I like that she did not take it. She's like, uh, "No, like, I'm me. part of this," which is kind of what we talked about on the previous episode of how, mm-hmm. um, you know, they want the equality for the black man to make the. Uh, agreement on equal terms but then it's like well wait she's part of this too black woman as well and yeah she stands up and i like that she does not back down and Mm -hmm. she's been so instrumental in all these organizing things it's like no she's important don't discredit her
2: yeah, and like the whole now that we, her revelation into understanding kind of her sterilization story oh, was, that, that was another dramatic. Oh, like it was Chico yeah. and Belle were like, what is going on? So, um, yeah, that was absolutely devastating. And I think this was great that this scene, we got to kind of see the women in the mm-hmm. BCR because I do think you're right. Like it has been very male oriented, kind of male dominated. And so, yeah, that's what I'm hoping. And But um, Belle kind of seems to be that strong, steady sh- head on her shoulders. So I would love to see more of kind of the women in it.
0: What really spoke to me in that scene with Angela, mm-hmm. the woman who noted... Yes. She, I liked Angela. She knew that she had come from a camp. Yep. And I mm-hmm. I, I very much appreciated that they gave us more of that backstory story- oh, like yes. that without it being, without Belle ever saying, hey, I was in a camp. And yeah. it was just very interesting mm-hmm. how it came out that way. And what also stuck out to me was mm-hmm. the fact that when they took her, like, to, out of line to go and get this operation, mm. which kind of calls back to what we had been hearing earlier, yes. when they got her out of line and she said, oh, you know, yes, thank you, and, like, was being
1: really oh. polite, was so it was powerful. Yeah. Yeah. She's all, that's what my mother taught me, and mm-hmm. you're like, hmm... And, yeah, Yeah. they have that solidarity and bonding, which... you. Oh, and the movement saved all of us, is what they talked about, too. Like, that's... She almost died, but she was saved. Also, that's something we had kind of theorized early on Mm -hmm. when she has that conversation with Elijah about having children or not, and we kind of wondered. It wasn't a far jump. I mean, they didn't say so specifically before, but now we're like... Right. "Yeah." Yeah. Which not not our section yet but we do have our reality in the fiction has <laughs> yeah. happened to different ethnic groups in yeah. american history of them being sterilized mm. without their knowledge and without their permission so mm. it's like you think it's scary and disturbing but you're like right. but no like this has really happened yeah yeah and oh go ahead
0: no i'm just gonna say i feel like they they pulled it You know, a lot from what was happening in the Mm. concentration Mm -hmm. camps and just the way Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. um, people were treated, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, in Germany. And um, it. I was wondering that as we were kind of, you know, seeing more with this world and seeing more with the BCR, Mm -hmm. if they were going to explain like what they did with people who they deemed unworthy, um, Mm -hmm. like when we saw Danny and the crew of people in Mm -hmm. the back of the truck. I wanted to know more about that if they had concentration camps in America right. serving that purpose or yeah. what they did with
1: people who were not fitting the Aryan cause. Right. And then right. I'm curious too then because then I was like well then how would they continue having more yeah. of their own people essentially but then if they're all sterilized were there others who were able to escape you yeah. know or depending on what kind of sterilization would there be any way to reverse it or something right. because i'm
0: assuming the way they said that the cause stepped in and got her and saved her mm-hmm. that they were they were jumping in and grabbing other people before that surgery
1: yeah. too so hopefully True. there are some others that yeah. didn't yeah yeah. Uh, we learned there's a crimson pipeline. And of course, yes. she's the smart I one know. who goes. Um, hey, wait a minute. What do these <laughs> cities have in common? I love that. There's a pipeline. We need to attack it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And sometimes that's how it works best for a plan. Is someone yeah. outside of your group, outside the regular circle, mm-hmm. thinks up the ideas that they haven't been thinking about. Like we need yes. to go at this a different way.
2: Yeah, and I like that she was just trying to say like the cause did not end with Equiano. Yes. And I think that was the morale and the BCR at this point is oh, kind of yeah. low. So I like that she is like she knows the bigger purpose for this movement, oh, and yeah. Um, yeah, I think and I do think it was great because you do have these kind of feminine mem- moments. Or he's talking about making her making them a sandwich, and then you have the the moment talking about her sterilization. And so then it's kind of oh, it's a very redeeming moment I think for Bell because she gets to step in. She's like, I am way better. I can do more than all these limiting factors. So I think that was a great that was a great move.
1: I was going to say, another. St- anything else with them moving on to our next strong female? We have Juliana, which, Yay. go her being the puzzle code cracker. I don't know if I can yeah. do because I'm not the greatest at solving <laughs> puzzles. Or at least I don't get as excited. Like, I think she likes to crack the yeah. code and tinker with it. And so mm-hmm. she notices with Abinson's video, like, no, there's something yeah. more. Yeah. And again... Again, no no offense to the gentleman out there. Uh, the Mandy, why it's so dismissive about it. Like, oh, no, there's not really something going on. She's like, no. Yeah. I know this person. There's something going on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, which we also learn, too, with the idea of Helen saying, or Juliana saying, no. Mm-hmm. There's something with Helen, too. I know her. Yeah. Which is what we theorize as well. Yep uh how would you all think when she goes i'm going to new york and wyatt goes no you're not
2: yeah that little moment where he grabs her arm you're like Mm. "Uh uh-huh excuse me
0: yeah i was like wyatt what are you doing yeah "Mm -hmm, she's
1: just gonna go more exactly but i bad props to him because he goes yeah all right fine i'm going to i was like okay i can work like no he's not letting her go on alone. Yeah. Uh, also, he has his moment with Brad, and they're packing up the guns. And mm-hmm. this has happened kind of before. And I appreciate him calling uh, Wyatt calling out Brad, saying, "I've earned my stripes. Don't question my judgment." I feel this is similar mm. with Bell; like she's earned her stripes. Why yeah. are you questioning her decisions? She's not just some person who joined the cause yesterday, right? I feel this is layered with a few of our mm. characters.
2: That's
1: good. Uh, then we have what else with Julian? Oh, Juliana Wyatt. Um, before the central liberty oh, well yeah. we, she finds out with the code that it's. they know that john's doing the portal going mm-hmm. by the bullet train so yes. they have maybe a clue of how they can get to John. But we'll see yeah. if that goes that way. And we see the new replacement of Statue of Liberty. I Boo. know. That, yeah. I think that was Boo. a great way to end you're the like, episode, uh, though, because it yeah? just really
2: struck a, <laughs> um, an emotion what, seeing that. And it's you're like, I, like, like mm, I feel like that's going to uh, drive her even uh. more. Yeah.
1: She's like, wait a minute. Because, yeah. yeah, she wasn't there when that happened. Exactly.
0: And I almost feel like, just kind of like spitballing here, Mm. this whole episode, so we saw two situations with women where Mm -hmm. the men basically said, oh, you're not going to come up with an idea, we should not trust you. Statue of Liberty, they replace it from being just a female holding up the torch too, has to be a man and a woman.
1: And his True. hands are higher. Yeah. I noticed that on the torch, oh. too. It's the lady's hand and his hand are <laughs> Oh, good Well, I was thinking with that little one, with the Aryan one, is they'd need yeah. the lady so they can make babies. Yeah.
2: True. Yeah. Good point. Th- That's
1: the main role in yeah, that's society. like, job. great. Mm, Got yeah. it. Uh, which... We don't get it. Well, I guess they would have find and found another job because have we has the show really addressed like if a woman can't have children, they would most likely have been deemed uh, um, they, like they were not yeah. Aryan and not they mm. were
0: they would have been deemed as somebody who was not good enough because if their body didn't work a certain way mm-hmm. right then they would have Cuz no do use. you remember
2: it was in the previous season it was one. Juliana became friends with I forgot her name but like she like went to the bathroom was crying she's like me and my husband trying for like 5 years yeah. and so I think she was like scared to death if her secret came out then like they would probably take her like Thomas cuz
1: mm-hmm. So I wonder if they could find them and be like all right then you'll be in a different role like they would not
2: or if they just like yeah, them, you know. send them somewhere or just I get rid of them. Would, I feel yeah. like it
1: would be a situation they'd get rid of them. I think so yeah. too. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. it's scary. which is
1: creepy because like yeah, we know that it's not as well, easy as people think, and, and like right. there's many factors that can change that. And the mm-hmm. whole
0: thing with this idea of an Aryan race is mm-hmm. that it was oh, it has to be somebody with the perfect functioning body. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah I, I think that okay. that person would have
1: been. I think so. Too. Taken away well speaking of taking away oh we're getting all the transitions this time <laughs> right. so John is back and so now we're moving on to the other big meaty part of this episode with John mm-hmm. and he's trying to leave Helen yeah. poor alt Helen doesn't know what's going on but she notices something is off so yeah. she's the same in both worlds like mm, don't BS she me knows. I know something's <laughs> off and,
0: and I loved that they both regular Helen and alt Heaven, Hel- Helen <laughs> yeah. they both were like hey I know and you're not being honest with me. Yeah. We're always honest mm-hmm. with each other. It doesn't matter which Helen it is. Yeah. They know John.
1: <laughs> He's like, damn, I can't <laughs> lie to either of them. Um, can I yeah. just say too, yeah.
0: I feel bad for Alt Helen because her son has just left.
1: Oh, and her oh. husband said she doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. And her husband, yeah, not only is he dead, but the, the, the John that she thinks mm-hmm. is gonna come back. So she's never gonna <laughs> yeah. potentially we don't know yeah. if John will ever get back. Right. So and I yep. think
2: it's interesting. Like here we can see again, John is such a fixer, and even when with Thomas, mm-hmm. he's like even because we had seen in the past when um, Helen had murdered her friend by accident. He just tries to cover it up, and even with mm-hmm. Thomas, they tried to come up with a whole scheme to get him to South yep. America. So even here, I like that you can still see that because as soon as he, Thomas says that he's enlisted, John's like, "All right, well, we're just we're gonna make, we're gonna fix this. This will be fine. This will be fine." So mm. I think that really. And then there was that small part where John actually kind of blames Hel- Hel- Helen a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like he kind of needed a scapegoat because I think it was too much for him to think oh, that yeah. it was totally yep. his fault. And even that little moment where he kind of asked Tommy, he's like, is there anything I could this- have said? Mm-hmm. So I think that was, it just shows, you know, John, I feel like he just cannot confront these issues head on. He just wants to cover it up, fix it, and let it be. Yeah.
0: And it's interesting, too, when he's yelling at Helen in the alt world Mm -hmm. and they're having that moment, it's almost like these two people never addressed their grief
1: in, yeah. in, in mm-hmm. the
0: world that we know, and he's yelling at her and lashing out because yeah. there's this anger that he hasn't discussed, and mm-hmm. that he's supposed to be the man who just kind of walks away and lets it go, even though obviously yeah. he cares. But yeah, um, it's it's interesting that when he yells at her, it's like he's yelling at regular Helen. Well, yep. Yeah, but regular,
2: regular yeah. not yeah. see Helen. Yeah, uh,
1: well, yeah, because then we get that moment where we still get, as you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. Rachel the walk away that mirror. Oh. like the exact same and so that was my thought of like but can you change fate this is like the time machine just because you change one thing doesn't mean it doesn't happen again but a slightly different way and the same way that
0: Tagomi has always said that you, it seems that people in one universe or dimension are drawn to each other again in the the Mm -hmm. other dimension, in an alternate Mm -hmm. world. Same thing with situations. Even though it was the Marines saying, we're going to take good care of your son. Oh, right, yeah. It's the same. It's like like people are drawn toward each other, but also similar situations.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and then he's still, when he says, be proud of me, it just was like the same thing he said, I think, when he gave himself to the Nazis. But I feel so this is obsessed.
1: sowing those seeds of the earlier prediction where we thought that mm-hmm. Thomas is going to be some of that things, yes. some of those moments that are going to make John, John change his thoughts. Yeah. So he goes back and he's talking with Abinson and has that thought that oh yeah I can fix it. But Abinson's yeah. like oh you're caught between the two now. Yes. And he's like oh I bet you would have wanted to try to stay. Which is, we're like yeah right. that's what we thought he would do. I'm just
2: wondering if he does go back because he was saying he's like I still have unfinished business there. If I think what to figure out a is way he to gonna stop do? Us. I know, and I mm-hmm. I don't know if he's gonna like bring soldiers with him. I don't even know how he would get mm. away with it. But I'm interested to see what his plan is when he decides to go back.
1: Yeah. Uh. Well, speaking of planning sort of which was super creepy El- Helen and Amy and oh, the
2: cupcakes Amy man uh, I'm done uh, mm, yeah. I'm done with her And
1: how she goes I hated it in the neutral zone and you're like Yeah mm, that's
2: <laughs> like awkward. I'll choose the other daughter you can so, stay here <laughs> Yeah really
1: I was one worried
0: that Amy was bringing this up because they Me have too. plans to take Helen away. Yes. Um, especially with the dinner conversation mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this was all Amy's way of... I mean, she's a child. She doesn't necessarily know what yeah. she's hinting at, but mm-hmm. um, she, I felt like that's why it was coming up and that Helen... Yeah. I was legitimately starting to feel worried for her. Me too. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like that... it Maybe John too, but especially Helen... I feel yeah. like they're going to try
1: and send her to,
0: you know, some kind of camp.
1: Yeah. I think you're not that far off. Because, yeah, the. Yeah. Oh, and also all the cupcakes being vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> We're like,
0: mm, I already hate
1: that.
2: And
0: <laughs> vanilla, and then Helen coming
2: over with the chocolate. <laughs> I was like, oh girl well, We
0: should have, you know, because not everybody likes vanilla. Right. I right. felt like even that was enough to set Amy. That's off. true. And Amy it- could have been like, well, actually, yeah, why, but why, why, why chocolate? Like that's yeah. not good. It should just yeah. be vanilla.
2: I'm afraid Amy's going to slip something, and because I feel like both John and Helen at this point are kind of because John at one point when Jennifer was playing the music. And- Mm-hmm. The last season, and then Amy was like, I'm going to tell everyone about it. John kind of made up a story, just like, no, yeah. you told me, it's fine. And then Helen in this part is saying, um, you know, like, you know, when they go to the re-education camps, a lot of times they, they don't, don't come, come back. back. And so Amy just kind
1: of ignores that. I think that. Amy ignores it because she hasn't thought that far. She hasn't far. thought it
2: through, right, Like right. most kids
1: with their logic, they think their plan is yep. brilliant. And then when you go, um so that other thing, they go, yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how she felt. And And then you have the
2: wife confidant, who obviously isn't helping. She is, like, really facilitating her thoughts. So I'm not a fan of her either.
1: Also, oh. I felt like mm-hmm. Martha
0: was literally... Okay, the whole braid thing. Oh, the yes. German yes. braid. It's yeah. yes. well, very undermining Helen's authority. Your mother probably doesn't know how to do it, but yeah. here, I'll help you. Yes. I
1: grew up that way. i Do you
0: want to know that part of what I was thinking is mm. that Martha is there to replace Helen, mm. and they want him to have a better wife who fits more of the Aryan vision? Huh. I'm not surprised. That
1: could be a thing. Well, yeah. that's
2: interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind Ooh, that of what I was thinking. Is creepy, and I
1: almost until John also said, she's younger, makes yeah, it better for breeding.
2: That's true.
1: Huh. Creepy, Weird. possibly. Okay. I do, but you know what though? To Martha's credit, when she saw Helen come in the room and not be happy about the braid, she did. She go. She did back off. Yeah, and was like maybe another time. You that's know? true. So it's like mm, I don't think. I don't trust her, but I don't think she's as evil as she could be. Yeah, at least, yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I yes. don't know where
2: she's going. And
1: then, actually, li- leaving with Martha, but also with Helen and Amy earlier, Amy's saying, Do you still love daddy? Yeah. And that if you're not happy, something's wrong. But Helen's like, Well, not necessarily. Yeah. Which is an interesting discussion because then that discredits like the value of sadness, too. Right. But that's a hard discussion to have with a small child. Yeah.
2: I am glad that... Well, then they have... Well, I know Helen and John has that moment talking about privacy. Yes. Um, Yeah, (laughs) yeah, um, go ahead.
0: With that, too, Mm -hmm. I had previously thought that John might not have known about Martha. Okay. It wasn't until he sat with Helen that I was like, okay. Because part of me, knew. I was was expecting him to be a little surprised. Like, oh, maybe somebody else sent her. But obviously he knew... I was really frustrated because I was hoping that now that John has seen Alt Helen mm-hmm. and they've kind of rekindled, like he can mm-hmm.
1: see how much. Alt- oh, I like that she knows. She's like, <laughs> "You yeah, seem happier." Yeah. He's like, "Well, it's only you." Yeah. <laughs> you want to you know? Yeah. It's
0: hilarious because uh. Helen in the alt world. She thought he seemed
2: darker.
1: Yeah, now, in this true. world, thought he seemed happier. happier. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. And uh, I also like that. I'm glad that Jennifer was overhearing the oh, conversation. I love that she's, she's dropping.
1: dropping. I'm like, I mm. was first nervous L- it was glad Amy. It's not Amy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I literally, when as
2: soon as she came out, I was like, oh great, like it's Amy. She's gonna rat out everyone. Yeah. But yeah, so I was glad that Jennifer kind of came back. So I feel like Jennifer is going. She she's might, gonna have a big role. I think.
1: Ooh, she might help turn her mom.
2: That's what I feel like, hearing. Mom. This is exactly
1: what you're saying. Because Mom says, Helen yeah. says, I want out of this cell. And where? Yeah, does she it goes. End? She like,
2: man, she really said it. It's like so. one of those tell me
1: I really feel, but it's like yeah. good because they're not talking about what yeah, they really feel. they have lost that honesty. Which is the whole
2: kind of theme.
1: Uh, and then the accusing, like, okay, the Marthas are. It's too much, and yeah. like, it's a good point. Like, I think his intentions might have been good of like, want, yeah. keep an eye on her. But she clearly didn't take it that way. Yeah.
0: Did you guys also notice? I mean, the fact that her name is Martha, it kind of just mm-hmm. makes me. It brings me back to Handmaid's Tale too, mm. and so oh. I, I
2: can't oh, help but feel yeah. the connection. Mm.
1: So yeah, that's but, a good point. I hadn't yeah. thought of it when I was watching it, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, she's creepy. That was, just yeah. we'll see. That I think creepy. she's. Well, she's. That's a good question. So yeah. she's probably ten. Maybe twenty years younger than the adults, like she looks yeah. like twenty. Well, yeah, she looks. She's maybe like, like maybe like l- her thirties. Yeah,
2: I would something I would guess in
1: there. That. And I guess Helen and John are maybe they're fifty. Yeah. So she probably was a young girl when the switch happened. So it was probably easier for her yeah. to be indoctrinated in it compared to John and Helen, who were adults at the time. Right. And like. A young couple that yeah too hard to you know. So it's interesting to see those I, I like seeing those middle age people yeah. in term in term middle age in terms of Between. when the occupation happened for them. Yeah. So it's nice to round out yeah. the world. Uh anything else on this episode that stood out to you?
2: I think that covered it. Yeah.
0: I think so too. <laughs> that was a um I did like when Hawthorne told John a little bit earlier on uh, you're not the first one to try and steal fire from the gods, John. Yes. The, the Prometheus yeah. reference. Yeah, um, yes, that's so, a good one. Yeah, but just um, uh, yeah, just really the only other thing I want to say is that mm. I was frustrated between with John and Helen not Mm -hmm. diving a little bit more and talking. But Mm, obviously, characteristically,
1: that's what we're going to get right now. Oh, yeah. For sure right now. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. It's a quick moment. Thank you for everybody watching, listening. If you're watching on YouTube, please leave your comments down below what you thought of this episode. Please, no spoilers. I know it's a bin show, but we're going one at a time. So I appreciate you all keeping it within the episode, which I know the High Castle Club does as well. Like, they're only talking about it one at a time. So appreciate it for you to do that as well. Uh, and then also, if you're listening on iTunes, leave a comment and five stars, because, you know, one through four just don't work. And <laughs> we'll get into our special segment and news before we do our prediction. So let's oh, call over to our special segment. Special segment?
0: Yes, let's talk about, (laughs) let's talk about, let's talk some history.
1: Yay, it's (laughs) our (laughs) reality and the fiction.
0: Yeah, so okay, I'm going to talk about the history of the draft, number one, because we had, obviously, Thomas going Mm -hmm. off into Vietnam. Um, I'm thinking this is 1964 at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, We were not actually drafting people into Vietnam until 69. Mm. Um, We were never officially at war. Um, there was never any um, like declaration of war, so mm. it was a peacetime draft mm. that began in sixty nine. Um, however, uh, between sixty four and seventy three, uh, the U S military had two point two million American uh, men enter um, wow. the uh, enter you know as soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. The other thing I want to mention is Paris Island, the boot camp. Um, which uh is where Thomas went. Um, Just a little history there. Mm -hmm. We actually had people um, from France settling on Paris Island in 1562, Mm. Um, and it was in the 1720s during the American Civil War Mm -hmm. um, that the island was um, was actually divided into plantations during that Mm -hmm. whole situation. And then in 1891, that is when Marines started going to Paris Island for boot camp.
2: Oh,
1: cool. interesting. interesting. Well, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> our reality in the fiction, the All things right. that are real within our show. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then, any for me, special news? Some
2: news. Um, Get my our music. There, there, there it is. is. All right. So, it, this is more of just an interesting interview I came across. Mm. Um, Rich Ting, who plays Ajima, mm-hmm. um, he actually did an interview with the Chronicle and kind of just talking about his background in acting and he actually left the US to go to Asia to be taken seriously Hmm. and obviously now he is making really big moves on TV Um, he said that in 2009 or 2010 there just wasn't a lot of roles in American film so he felt like he had to go overseas to Asia just to make some noise that would be attractive to producers and he said he kind of compared it to a pilgrimage and said he's been doing it for over 12 years and he feels like now is really the time for Asian Americans to shine Um, So that's why he's obviously back, doing really great. Um, He does say as much as we progress, there is still a lot to work at because he's actually half Japanese, half Chinese. So he said it is kind of hard to he doesn't know if film is going to kind of take a course and kind of talk about those issues being two different kinds of Asian ethnicities. So he he said his go- number one goal is to have his own show where he is the number one character because it's not too common. I actually don't know too many shows where Asian Americans are the number one. So Very I think that few. would right. So I think that would be awesome to see him really take on that role. And I hope that will continue to grow in Asian American film. So there nice. you go.
1: Oh. Well, thank <laughs> awesome. you. You're welcome. Uh, so then we will get into some predictions. Sweet. <laughs> and now. And looking ahead a little bit, we'll be covering the Mm -hmm. next three episodes next weekend. Mm -hmm. And if you're watching this later, you'll be able to probably watch those. And then we'll be doing the finale when we come back in January. Just a heads Mm -hmm. up. Uh, So we'll really get to break that one down. Please no spoilers. I know some people are a little bit like not (laughs) as thrilled with how it all ends. So please, we're doing a good job (laughs) of not saying anything yet. But we'll break it all down for you because I know it's a lot to digest. So Mm -hmm. Uh, predictions for what we think is going to be happening next, semi-towards what we think is going to be going towards yes. the end, too.
2: I'm thinking, I'm hoping that Juliana is going to try to work with Helen so that Helen doesn't die, because I predicted the last episode we are going to see Helen die. So I think it it's, is obvious that Juliana is trying to use Helen in some way. But it would be great to see Helen just joining the resistance and getting out of there. I don't think it's going to go that way, but hopefully we'll see some collaboration there.
0: I have a very morbid prediction. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) So they had kind of hinted at the atomic bomb earlier on mm. in the show oh. i'm almost wondering if what's going to happen uh-huh. is that the whole like this is all going to escalate into mm-hmm. a nuclear war yeah.
2: mm. and that the
0: people who are going to survive are going to have to leave go through the tunnel and go to an alternate world uh-huh. and if they don't uh-huh. then this one's done for and you're then anyone left is done for
1: I yeah. feel that's a very logical progression yeah, of like, there it go. Yeah. yeah. Dark, but possible. But possible. <laughs> Please, if we're right, do not yeah. say so yet. Yeah, we'll find out later. We can laugh at ourselves later. Exactly. Uh, I, I think, yeah, I think Helen will be able to be dissuaded away from the Reich mm. and join the resistance because I think at this point she really doesn't feel like she has anything to lose. Yeah. So she's going to be like, nope, I don't like it. I'd rather do something about it. I don't know if she would necessarily want to be as much in like the front lines aspect but I think she'd still want to do something to disrupt the Mm -hmm. system as it is because I also think I think almost at this point I mean a parent to child love is one thing but I think Mm. she would be more okay saving Jennifer and I feel she almost feels Amy's gone
2: Yeah, it does kind of seem like Amy might not be salvageable because she's just been so brainwashed. So that's why I had thought for a while that maybe,
1: yeah, like maybe Amy would just stay with
2: John, and then she might take Jennifer with her.
1: Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Hard to say. And I feel
0: like Helen, her mm. resistance is going to be more from the inside as long as she can stay there yeah. without being... True, without you know, being noticed mm-hmm. as yeah. much. And, but I feel like what we're going to see with her in the you know last few episodes that we have is trying to change the system from the inside out.
1: Yeah. yeah. I also think John's c- really close to doing something of dismantling the system as well, too. So I think somebody has to yeah. die for him. I mean, he essentially yeah. has lost Thomas again, almost, But I think he thinks like he could still fix it, fix it as he says. Mm -hmm. So maybe one of the daughters might need to die that he'll be like, okay, wait, I can't. Or we had such a big scene with him and Thomas of these are the rules, and do you stand Mm -hmm. up to them? So maybe there'll be another moment where it's the rules, and he has to break it. We also
0: don't know one hundred percent that Danny died. In this world, we just saw him go off. not the not no
1: body, no proof.
2: Yeah, but not most that that likely. Would, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: okay. Um, so. Also, I'm sorry. wondering if more of the BCR will team up with like the other resistance groups too, because yeah. I mean BCR has their concerns of their area, mm-hmm. but it's one of those that benefits everybody to yeah. jo- join together to resist against the larger enemies. Yeah. So we'll see. And again, <laughs> please no spoilers. Um, <laughs> all right. Any other thoughts before we wrap it up? I don't think so. Awesome. So where can people find you online?
0: I am Rachel Goodman. You can find me on Twitter at Goodman, Or if you go over to Instagram, I am on there on my author Instagram account at Rachel Author.
2: <laughs> and I am Belle Blankenship. You can find me on Instagram. That is Bebenship, B as in boy, E-B-E-N-S-H-I-P.
1: And my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. Thank you again okay. so much for watching, listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro,
2: and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows.
1: Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and
2: check out our lineup.